Okay, let's find the extrema, that means what? Maximum and minimum of, we did this function a few minutes ago, okay? f of x equals x cubed minus 3x squared minus 9x plus 15. Polynomial, it is continuous, on closed interval 0 to 4. All right, so we have a continuous function on a closed interval. So the extreme value theorem guarantees we will have a maximum and a minimum. All right, so where are they? Well, we just went through the procedure, right? So the first step is to what? Evaluate f of 0 and f of 4, right? So f of 0 is what? 0, 0, 0, 15. That was easy. All right? f of 4, 4 cubed is what? 64, right? 4 times 4 is 16, and 16 times 4 is 64. Okay, minus what? 3 times 4 squared is 16. So 3 times 16 is 48. Okay, minus, what, 9 times 4 is 36, plus 15. Okay, so how much is that? This is 16, right, minus 36 is what, negative 20, plus 15. So f of 4 is negative 5. All right? Okay, so that's the first step. All right? The second step is to what? Find the derivative. All right? So this is what we had just done a little bit ago, right? 3x squared minus 6x minus 9. Right, and then what? Find critical points, which we did. So you can uh, wind the tape back to look, or you could pause it and quickly do it yourself again. I am just going to bring back the two critical points that we found. One was at 3, negative 12. And the other was at negative 120. Okay, so this actually is the third step. All right. And now we're, we're ready to go. Because now what? We have 15. Okay, so here, I'll make a little chart. If x and f of x. Okay. And you know what? I'm going to put in the reason that we're looking. So our first point was what? x is 0, and f of x is what? 15. Yes? Okay, now why did we look at x equals 0? Because that was, an, it was actually the left end point of the interval. All right? Then what did we do? We looked at x is 4, 
which is what? The right end point of the interval. Okay, and f of 4, remember we got to be what? Negative 5. Okay? Then we what? Found our critical points, right? And we found two of them, so we found a critical point and another critical point. Okay? And they were what? 3, negative 12, and negative 1, 20. Right? We did that a few minutes ago. Now, <clears throat> now all we have to do is pick out the biggest number and the smallest number, but, okay, I, did I trick you? Right? Let's look at the biggest number first. Well, that's easy. The biggest number is 20. Yes? But did you get tricked or did you, did you not get tricked? This is not the maximum. Why not? Why isn't this not? Well, remember what the question is. Find the extrema, that means what? Maximum and minimum of this function on this interval. Negative 1 is not in the interval 0 to 4, right? So, although 20 is the biggest number, this is not in the interval, okay? So since it's not in the interval, obviously it can't be the maximum in that interval. So this point, 0, 15, is in the interval. So this one then becomes the maximum. Okay, and this is the smallest value, right, and this is the minimum, right? Okay, so the steps, again, that we followed were to evaluate the function. Well, first of all, we have what? The question is to find the maximum, the extrema of a continuous function, on a closed interval, we evaluate the function at the endpoints of the interval, right? We can put them in a little chart. We then find what? The derivative, right? Set the derivative equal to zero and look for values of x for which the derivative does not exist. Those are our, what, critical numbers, right? We then find our critical points by just what? Evaluating the function at the critical number, right? We put them in our little chart, and then what? Look for the maximum, the biggest, and the minimum, smallest, realizing that the point has to be in the interval that, that we're um, investigating, right? Okay, now we have, now remember, the, the statement of that extreme value theorem is continuous function on a closed interval, right? We don't always have a continuous function on a closed interval, right? Which means that that theorem does not always apply. But there is another special situation, right? 
on an interval that's not closed, okay, all right, and this is called the only critical number or point theorem, okay, all right, and this time we have, okay, if f of x is a differentiable function, okay, meaning what? Meaning that the function has a derivative, okay? So we have a differentiable function, okay, with a relative a relative extrema, okay? Meaning what? A relative maximum or minimum. So I'll say max or min, right? Okay, so we have a differentiable function with a relative extrema, right? If, if that critical number or point, okay, if that critical number or point is the only critical number or point, okay? So what? We have a relative max or relative min, and it is the only critical number, right? It's, there is only one, okay? Then the relative extrema is the extreme value, okay? Meaning what? The re- let's say maximum. The relative maximum will be the maximum. Okay? So basically what we're saying is, I'll do the maximum situation. If we have a differentiable function, right, okay, with a relative maximum, right, and this is the only critical number. So it doesn't, we don't have any more horizontal tangents, right? So in particular, what, we won't have, we won't be able to turn around and come back up, right? Then this relative maximum will be the maximum for the entire function. So what, we, what we've done is sort of taken away the closed interval requirement, okay? And replaced it with the only critical number requirement. So this is a way around um, finding or knowing that we have an extreme value for a differentiable function on an interval that is not closed, okay? And we'll do a couple of examples that illustrate um, this, this idea.